0: Hello, and welcome to Jokestrap, the podcast with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will talk about various things, including life as a comedian and his love of sports. Hence the name, Jokestrap. There is no set schedule for this podcast, so if you end up liking an episode and want to hear more, just follow it on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes, and we'll see you there. For now, enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey, everyone. uh, It's Wes. Uh, How are you guys doing? Like that new intro? Yeah, it's fancy. I decided to just have a standard intro and play it every time there's a podcast that I do because uh, I don't like searching around for various songs that I'm allowed to use or have to have copyrighted and uh, ones that are okay to use for podcasts. and Ones that are not. Uh, I'm lazy. Uh, that's what it is. Obviously, you could tell I am because of the amount of times I've done this podcast and what, the two years I've had the name and... Everything, and this is the 40th episode now. Uh, So yeah, as the intro said, there is no set schedule for this podcast. It just happens when it happens, because life happens too, you know? So you can't always record a podcast every week, unless you can. Uh, I'm talking about you, Kevin Wong, and your podcast every Monday or Thursday. That's a good podcast. Check it out. It's called The Podcast. Um, That's where he got lazy in the naming of his. Um, But uh, but yeah, I, I just can't. Uh, commit to doing a you know one episode every week or even every month sometimes so I just you know this is fun I do them when I do them if you enjoy them you do and you want to listen you can follow it like the introduction said on SoundCloud or subscribe on iTunes and that's just the way it's going to go from now on I don't want to have to hold myself accountable for recording an episode um, every week or, you know, every month or whatever. It's just something I'm doing for fun and downtime, really. So, um, so yeah, that's not to say I don't want people to listen. I mean, I would like people to listen if they're interested, but if they're not interested, why would you listen? It's kind of weird to hear one person just talk for like 20 or something minutes. I understand. Um, so if you're not appreciating the subject material, um, then why would you listen? That doesn't make sense. Anyway, um, I d- I just want to get into the the baseball world right now um, because we're heating up. We're in the playoff race. Uh, it's August twenty second. Uh, we got uh, playoff fever. Or I do. Uh, um, I called out sick last week from work. I don't think anyone at work is going to hear this, so that's why I'm going to say it. I called out sick last week, August fifteenth, uh, to go to an A's game, uh, which they lost because that's karma. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's uh playoff fever. The A's, my team, they're in the hunt. I would have never expected this at the beginning of the season. I think they have as many wins now as I predicted them to have all season at the beginning of the year. So they're playing much better than expected. Um, they're one game out of first place behind the Houston Astros. And uh, yeah, uh, if the playoffs were to start today uh, in Major League Baseball... Uh, This is how the teams would shape up right now. Um, In the American League East, uh, the Red Sox would be the division winners. Uh, The Indians would be the Central Division winners. And uh, in the American League West, uh, it would be the Astros. Uh, The wild card uh, teams right now in the American League would be the A's and Yankees. And that would have the Oakland A's playing in New York. And you know what? If the season ended today, I'd be happy with that. I actually think that the A's would have a good chance against New York Yankees, um, especially in New York. Um, New York is a hitter's ballpark, sure, but uh, they just have some hitters on their team. And uh, I don't know, New York has a good pitching staff, but it's not like, I don't know, I don't feel it's as dominant as, say, the Red Sox pitching staff or or. As, or as good as the Indians pitching staff, really. I think the A's would actually do pretty well against the Yankees in a one-game playoff. Um, Who would the A's want to throw if they could, uh, starting pitching-wise? You know, uh, in New York, you probably would want anybody but Mike Fiers. I know they picked up Mike Fiers in uh, uh, a trade, after the trading deadline, they picked him up in early August on a waiver deal, and it was a good pickup, yes, but Mike Fires, um is a fly ball pitcher, and you do not want that in uh, New York, because um, the ball can carry out pretty quickly, especially to right field. Um, I would actually probably, I can't believe I'm saying this, but uh, I would go with one of the two uh, guys from the past that have come back to Oakland this year and done well, Tra- Trevor Cahill or uh, Brett Anderson in a one game playoff. I might lean slightly towards uh Trevor Cahill uh with that sinker, uh get some ground balls and he's been uh, striking out a lot more guys lately too, so um get some s- get some ground balls and strikeouts in that Yankee Yankee uh stadium. Uh I think that's the move I would make if I was a manager, which I'm not, so what I say doesn't really matter. Uh I'm just excited. I'm excited about this uh playoff race here going on. It's very nerve-wracking though. Um, they had the game today, uh, uh, they had a day game and, uh, it was against, uh, the Texas Rangers and Rangers are just playing, playing spoiler right now. The A's won their last two games, uh, in the last two days they won. Um, they shut out the Rangers both Monday and Tuesday. Uh, the first time in Oakland A's history that they've shut out the Rangers two days in a row. So that was kind of neat. Uh, but the Rangers came back and won today. They have broadcast today's game on Facebook, which is something they've been doing at various points uh, with Major League Baseball. is broadcast broadcasting games on Facebook only, so you have to watch the game through Facebook, which is kind of annoying. I didn't know they were doing that with the A's game today, and I was at work, and it was very distracting. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I tried not to watch too much of it, but the fact that they weren't winning made it easier not to watch. Uh, but yeah, the A's ended up losing today, 4-2, to two, although they did load the bases at the end of the game, and they had a chance to win the game, but didn't quite pull it off. Anyway, um, still doing well, still doing well. Um, in the National League right now, uh, if the playoffs were to start today, um, we'd have the Atlanta Braves and the National League East, the National League Central would be the Cubs, and the National League uh, West would be the Arizona Diamondbacks, and then... Uh, the wild card teams would be the St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers. So right now, if the season ended, you'd have uh, three National League Central teams uh, in the playoffs, which is pretty crazy. And then um, also still in the hunt in the National League are the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, the Colorado Rockies, and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, there's really not many other teams in it in the American League. Um, the only other team really in the hunt um is the Seattle Mariners in the American League West um they're also in th- in the hunt for the wild card as well as well as the division still um so so yeah uh the A's still have quite a few games left against the Mariners and uh they have some games left against the Houston Astros who's one game ahead of them in the standings right now so and it's pretty much like every game the rest of the season. There's just about a little bit over a month left in the season. Every game is a pretty much a big game from here on out um, to try to separate yourself from these other teams. And uh, as they get ready for the playoffs, and uh, so uh, it doesn't have to end there. Though it doesn't have to end there after the playoffs with baseball. You know, baseball is year round nowadays. Um, it. Uh, it's something's always happening. Uh, I would have to say, you know, baseball's uh, definitely one of my passions. And uh, another passion is doing comedy. And then another passion I have is uh, girls. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you can fall in love with a girl and then at any given point, she can leave you and break your heart. Um, I love baseball. And numerous times, the Oakland A's have broken my heart. Uh, but you know what? They never left. They were still there. And then they made amends. And then I've, I was loyal, and they were there for me, and they haven't moved yet. So so I don't know. I, I'm not saying, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just making an analogy there. Uh, that's uh, it, How can you not love baseball? I guess that's what I'm saying. Uh, it's a quote from uh, Moneyball. If you haven't seen that movie, you should probably see it, especially if you're an A's fan. Um, so uh so yeah. Uh <clears throat> so yeah, Monday night, uh, August twentieth, the oaklandese had a uh some make a wish uh, kids at on the field with them, little leaguers um took the field and uh Chris Davis, the A's designated hitter, had uh, one of the kids, Anthony Slocum, uh sign his jersey for him. Uh or sorry, Anthony Slocum. Asked Chris Davis to sign his jersey. Chris Davis obliged, and then he asked Anthony to sign his jersey for him, which was kind of cool. So Anthony signs uh, the jersey on the on the back of the uh, left shoulder of Chris Davis. So when he came up to bat uh, the first time, you can actually see the name written on uh, Chris Davis's uh, shoulder. <coughs> and then, wouldn't you know it? Later on in the game, Chris Davis blasts a home run, two hundred thirty-eight feet. Uh, after the game, he got a little teary-eyed, saying he was thinking about Anthony as he rounded the bases. It was just a really cool moment to see. Um, so that that was pretty amazing. Uh, uh, Anthony Slocum is a, a cancer survivor, so that was pretty sweet. Or I guess he's a cancer patient, I should say. Uh, I don't know if he's completely uh, recovered yet, but um, he's doing a lot better from what I heard uh, after the game. And then uh, also in that game on uh, Monday the 20th, uh, rookie Ramon Laureano hit not one but two home runs in the game. And those were his first two of the season. And uh, so he's been looking good ever since the A's called him up from their AAA farm team, the Nashville Sounds. Uh, He's got a cannon of an arm. Uh, He made a play uh, on August 11th um, from left center field warning track and threw it all the way to first base on the fly after catching a fly ball, and he doubled up the base runner, who was Eric Young Jr., who's got some speed. Even though he is older now, he's got speed. Um, so he got a—he caught this deep fly ball, threw it 312 feet to first base on the fly, and doubled up the base runner. It was one of the most remarkable throws I've ever seen, and uh, that is a dying art in baseball, a baseball player with an arm like that. So uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, some of the strongest arms I've seen in the outfield, um, aside from that, I, uh, obviously uh, with the A's, uh, Ioannis Cespedes had, an, had a good cannon for the A's for a while. Uh, Josh Reddick had a great arm when he was playing right field with them. Uh, but then on other teams, Vladimir Guerrero, um, Jose Guillen had a really good arm for a while with the Pittsburgh Pirates, and um, he was always fun to watch. Um, usually the best arms are in right field. Uh Hard hitting Mark Witten, uh, was an underrated player in my mind. He had a great, uh, cannon of an arm. And, uh, uh, Roberto Clemente from way back, um, uh, if we want to get, uh, go further back, uh, I've seen clips of him. I never saw him in person, but I've seen clips of him, and his arm was, uh, absolutely amazing as well. Um, so yeah, that that's definitely a skill that is lost for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. People just can't throw anymore. Or they don't practice it enough. I guess they're too concentrating on you know, chicks dig the long ball. Let's practice our home run hitting. Uh, but no, I mean defense. When you can make a defensive play, it's uh, amazing. Um, take a uh, Matt Chapman for ex- instance. Uh, the third baseman for the A's. <coughs> uh, he's leading the league in like defensive runs scored, or something like that. Or like stopping runs from scoring, apparently that's a stat, um, and he like leads the league by a lot, uh, with the amazing plays he's been making at third base, plus he, he's he got, talk about an arm, he's got a cannon on him too, he makes it look effortless when he throws it to first base, um, but yeah, anyway, I, uh, yeah, I, as you can tell, I'm really excited about the, uh, Oakland A's right now, and, uh, and they're, uh, playoff run here. Um let's see. I uh I don't know, like uh do they really have a chance though in the in the playoffs? Um I don't know. I do think they would have a chance against the Yankees in a wild card game. And who knows after that, um it would be tough for sure. I mean, the Red Sox would be tough. The Astros would be tough. I think against the Indians they they could fare well they fared well with them during the regular season i felt um um but yeah um i mean if they just make the playoffs i think uh that i think that right uh, right there should earn bob Melvin a manager of the year award again cuz it's beyond anybody's expectation for them for this season and uh yeah on uh sunday um they had a special game in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania, they did the Little League Classic, and uh, it was the New York Mets versus the Philadelphia Phillies. So there was a bunch of little leaguers there, um, including a twelve-year-old by the name of Big Big Al, or he goes by Big Al. His name is Alfred uh, Dilia, and apparently he coined this phrase uh, on a some kind of YouTube video, and he said, "My name is Big. My name is Big Al, and I hit dingers." And then it just went viral from there. And then, <laughs> and then, uh, after, uh, he, uh, he said after his video went viral, he ends up on, a uh, on, uh, Jimmy Kimmel out of all shows and Jimmy Kimmel's interviewing him and, uh, I don't know. That's just, just amazing. So, uh, good on you, uh, big Al for, uh, accomplishing that. That's pretty remarkable. Um, I just want to uh, go ahead and uh, Google uh, Big Al on uh, on uh, your computer, or phone, and uh, Big Al Little League, and you could uh, find some footage of him hitting some dingers. It's pretty impressive. It's, <laughs> I mean, for a twelve-year-old, uh, just to be that that good is pretty impressive, um, and uh, he's got some hustle too for a little. A little big kid. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, I guess he's a little big kid. All right, so uh, covering all I really want to uh, in this episode as far as baseball goes. Oh, thank God everyone is saying that is listening, all three of you, all two of you. Okay, maybe one. Uh, But, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I want to cover as far as uh, baseball goes. Uh, Let's talk about the comedy shows coming up. We are I have a show uh, tomorrow, August twenty third in Santa Cruz at the Blue Lagoon. It's a little showcase show. Uh, it goes by quick. Uh, it's loaded with a bunch of comedians. Uh, starts at eight thirty in Santa Cruz. Uh, all these comedians are there from all over. Everyone do, does five minutes of quick material. Sometimes four minutes. Sometimes three. It depends on how fast the show actually goes. Uh, but it's always a great time. And uh, so, going to be there tomorrow night. Uh, Thursday, August 23rd, um, got another show coming up, uh, September 5th at the 88 Keys Cafe in Morgan Hill, uh, that'll be a fun one, and, uh, that's gonna, uh, have, uh, uh, me as your host and producer, uh, that's the show I run, and, uh, it's gonna have, uh, Matt Curry, Austin Blaylock, and, uh, uh, Shane Rogers, and, um, Shit, who else is on that show? Oh, Jeff Applebaum's headlining. So that's going to be a great, fantastic show. And uh, looking forward to that. Um, And then uh, later on in September, I'm on this uh, really big show. Well, it's big for me uh, personally. Uh, I'm going to be on a show Tuesday, September 25th in uh, Mill Valley at Throckmorton Theater. I'm really excited about that show. I've uh, never performed there yet. And uh, it seats about 300 people. So that should be pretty exciting, Uh, especially if it's a big crowd. Um, Hoping I can get a good recording of my set. Um, Because I don't really have a recent uh, video recording of myself. Um, So (coughs) hoping to get that done. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that show. And then on September 28th, I'll be at the Planet Gemini in Monterey um uh that show is put together by uh, Pete Muñoz. Uh so that'll be a fun one on Friday, September 28th. Uh last week or a little bit over a week ago on uh, August 11th, I uh, headlined a show in uh, San Luis Obispo at this place called Seven Sisters Brewery. Uh it was a it was a fun little show. Um place was like packed, uh, people standing room only. Um I sold a couple t-shirts. Um if you're like what's your t-shirt look like uh you could go to weshoffman.com and check that out um yeah i sold a couple of those met a few fans actually have fans now what that's crazy they might listen to this (laughs) that's scary they're gonna be like why do we like this guy (laughs) he's pretty boring when he talks yeah yep that's why i don't talk much um but yeah uh so so yeah uh that was a fun show. I uh, spent, a, spent a night in uh, San Luis Obispo. They didn't put me up there, but I was like, hey, if I'm here, I'm just going to stay and have some fun. Uh, it's a college town. Went to a fine Mexican restaurant. Well, I wouldn't say fine like fancy or anything, but it was fine. It As it, The food was fine. Uh, it was uh, called Pepe Delgado's. Uh food was pretty good. That came on the recommendation of my friend Jeremy, who went to college at uh, Cal Poly. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. And... Uh, then the following morning, I went to a coffee spot called the uh, Scouts Coffee um, that I looked up on Yelp. And it looked interesting because the, all the Yelp reviews are like, oh, we make uh, our our uh, almond milk in-house. And I was like, "Squeet, squeet!" I was like, "Squeet!" <laughs> I was like, sweet. Uh, I want to check this out. Uh, it's got a lot of good reviews. Uh, my sister took the trip with me. So uh, we went over there to the downtown area and yeah the the coffee was great. Uh, my sister liked it so much she got a second cup uh to go, and then I couldn't a container. she was running everywhere. nah um she handled the caffeine well better than I would um of course, I gotta limit my caffeine because of my past hearts or anyway that's a better s- that's a different story um so um so yeah, I really enjoyed that. And Then we uh went to a historical museum there and then an art museum uh there's a cool music uh, video game store that sells new and used games and music called Cheap Thrills in San Luis Obispo. But their air conditioning sucks like a lot. Like I stood in there for like five seconds and I was already sweating. And I'm like, nope, um, as much as cool as this place looks, I cannot handle it. <laughs> as cool as it looks, it's not really cool. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, I walked out of there pretty quickly. And, uh, but yeah, maybe one day I'll go back in the winter. I don't know. Uh, they have a bubble gum alley in San Luis Obispo. Um, I didn't know that they had one, um, but they do. Uh, similar to Seattle. So I don't know what that's about, uh, copying Seattle or what the deal is there. But uh, yeah, you could definitely smell the gum as you walk by the, the alley there so yeah i did some did some sightseeing while I was there uh, made the most of my trip and had a lot of fun doing the show uh went to a brewery as another brewery as well after seven sisters brewery uh called Barrel house brewery uh that was pretty cool and uh yeah ha- uh had fun uh looking forward to going back there uh to do more shows or whatever else I might do when i'm in that area. Um, so yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun, and, uh, this has been a lot of fun, uh, talking to you guys, so, um, hope you enjoyed this episode, and if not, that's fine too. Um, there was something else I was gonna say, and I've completely forgot it, uh, and I obviously did not write it down, um. I'm not an improv improvisational guy, you guys. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm not that kind of comedian. I'm the comedian that kind of plans w- out what he's gonna say first. Uh, I <laughs> so, oh, here it is. I remembered. So there's some other podcasts um out there right now. Obviously, there's a lot of them, but there's some new ones, a couple new ones that I've I've really enjoyed uh, that are worth checking out. Uh, one of them is called You're Killing Me. Uh, by Patrick, by Patrick, by <laughs> by the actor Patrick Rena. Uh, why does that name sound familiar? Uh, well, he played uh, Hamilton Porter in the movie The Sandlot, and uh, you can see that, um, or you can hear that on iTunes or SoundCloud as well. It's cal- again, it's called "You're Killing Me," based off his famous line, "You're Killing Me Smalls" in the movie. Uh, so he talks about you know some baseball stuff. Uh, it's the 25th anniversary of the Sandlot movie. Uh so he he discusses that and uh he, he discusses current events as well. So uh it's a really interesting podcast, I thought it's a couple episodes in, so check that one out. Um another one, uh by a couple comedian buddies of mine is called That's That Podcast with uh Chris Storin and DNA. Um DNA is a Santa Cruz comedian, uh produces a ton of shows and uh Chris Storin uh is just a, a fun loving guy, hilarious guy. Um um, they're both hilarious, but <laughs> yeah, Chris is just a ball of energy. Um, DNA is a vegan, so he doesn't have much energy. No, but <laughs> DNA produces a lot of shows, so he definitely has a lot of energy because it ain't easy to produce a bunch of shows and have comedians bugging you all the time. And I mean, I only produce one show once a month and that's enough for me right now. Um, I barely have energy to record these podcasts. Duh. So, um... So, yeah, Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to those two podcasts that I think you should listen to um, when you get a chance. Anyway, thank you all very much. I'll catch you the next time we do this again. Bye.